Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to people that you do business with or just share interesting stories uh, in the area. And today we're thrilled to be joined by Craig Fowler. He's the founder and owner of Joy Gauge. And we're going to talk today about some interesting technologies, advancements that are out there in memory loss and uh, how people can combat that and prolong the better years of their life. There's a lot of interesting things going on that Craig's kind of at the forefront of. So Craig, first of all, thanks for joining us and just give people a little bit of uh, insight into your background, your very entrepreneurial spirit. I've had a lot of successes. Uh, what's What have you done in the past that kind of led you to Joy Gauge here today? Well, first, thank you, Ryan, for having me on today. As a quick introduction to myself, I uh, have spent most of my career in technology and in fast growth tech companies. I was one of the uh, early people, uh, founding people in Vistaprint years ago, uh, joined the company when we were 20, uh, 20 something people in a small basement and left when we were about 8,000 people. And I've had some other experiences where uh, I think of my skills as being able to take technology and bring it to real problems in the world. And in the last few years, I've been working to uh, apply technology to areas that are really close to my heart and specifically around uh, people with memory loss, uh, cognitive impairment and dementia. I've ordered many a business card through Vistaprint. So, so thank you very much. That's exactly where these came from. So, you know, everybody's heard of Vistaprint and the great success there, but we're here to talk about uh, your mission here with Joy Gauge today and uh, the challenges that people have with memory loss. It's a very in-depth conversation that could be had with that, but we're going to kind of condense it here. And the baby boomers are aging, certainly. So there's, I think, a lot more awareness to memory loss. I, com I compare it to kind of like mental health. There was always stigmas and associated with that. People were afraid to tackle that. I think people are taking a deeper dive into memory loss and how we go about combating that. So just as an overall concept of memory loss and, and different ways to combat it, what, what are your overarching thoughts on that? So, so my overarching thoughts are that in the world, and especially in the United States, we have had a history of fear and stigma around having memory loss or what I'll call mild cognitive impairment for a long, long time. And from the research we've done, we believe there's over 10 million individuals in America, many of those baby boomers, who have early stage memory loss and cognitive impairment, who have never been diagnosed and have not sought any type of treatment or uh, really received any assistance for that. And that's really tragic because scientists have learned over the last uh, 10 to 15 years that there are many things we can do as individuals that can help protect our brains, uh, improve our brain health, and ultimately delay the progression of cognitive impairment and, and potentially even stave off dementia. So, and, and anybody can go to the Joy Gauge website and you can see the different benefits of brain exercise. And uh, you know, I had six key bullet points listed, but just kind of quickly, you know, what are some bullet points that people should think about to exercise their brain, just like you exercise your heart or other things? Well, well, the way the way I think of this uh, with about brain health is that our brain is an organ. It's not that different from our heart, our lungs. It happens to be a lot more complex, but it's still an organ that needs to get exercise. It needs to have the proper blood flow and oxygen to it. 
And there are specific things that we do in our lives, especially when we get older, that are actually very negative to our brain health. And what we try to do with Joy Gauge is help individual people assess the different areas of their life that could be changed that would actually improve their brain health. And one example, and I like to bring this up as as a as a as a, a an example of something people have haven't always thought about with their brain, sleep is incredibly important. Uh, numerous studies have found that getting the proper REM or rapid eye movement sleep, that's the sleep you get at night when, you, when you're happy when you're dreaming, and also the proper deep sleep, uh, that's the sleep that you get when you're completely, if you've ever been woken up and you're, in, you're startled, that means you are in deep sleep where your body is really, really relaxed. Those two kinds of sleep are believed by scientists to be tools that your brain are, is using to repair itself overnight, to consolidate your memories, and to make sure that when you wake up the next day, you clearly remember the things that you need to, and that you forget the things that aren't important. And even more importantly, that your brain itself has healed, it's, has healed the cells overnight and even regenerated some new ones so that your brain is healthy and it's like a strong muscle ready to go the next day. So, and, and these are things that people should be doing in their daily lives, really, at any age, right? But Absolutely. not everybody does, of course. And this is not something at age 70 where you start feeling memory loss, where it's like, okay, we should start living this lifestyle. You know, what what age range do you suggest for people to start really ramping that sort yeah. of lifestyle up? So we, we really want people when they're in middle age and particularly around their 50s to really around the age 60 to start thinking about things. Back to the example of, uh, of sleep. There are many individuals who get extremely poor sleep and get very little REM sleep. And uh, if you can start addressing that, Ryan, in your 50s to early 60s, you can often, studies have shown you can uh, protect your brain health and potentially get not get into a situation where you start experiencing memory loss and cognitive decline. So it's not, it's never too early. You, it's even better to start in your teens and twenties getting great sleep. But when you get to the age where you start getting a higher risk, it's extremely important to, to make sure that your brain is getting, um, is getting all, all of the things that it needs to stay very healthy. So I think there's enough research out there now that we clearly know that memory loss can be prolonged, that you can have good memory further along in life. And it's not something on the calendar that at age 70, I'm just going to start losing my mind. Like you can push those things off. So I guess my question is, where does Joy Gauge come into this picture here? And where are you going to help people combat these problems? Well, so our philosophy is that when someone starts experiencing some memory loss is really the time where we have the opportunity to get in and get that individual to change their life and change some of their behaviors in a positive way. We think of that as the catalyst, uh, kind of akin to if you start having chest pains, you start experiencing some issues, you'll typically go to a doctor or start and in, in change your diet, exercise, do some different things. We think of experiencing some early stages of memory loss as being that catalyst moment where we want people to come to us. Uh, come to it. We, we can uh, link them to other sources uh, as well and doctors and other people so that they can actually change their life, much like someone who starts experiencing some chest pains can change their life and then long, you know, often long their life for decades. 
So where is Joy Gage at right now? What sort of things do you need to kind of help get to the next level? Um, what, what is your ultimate goal with the company? Our, so our ultimate goal is to reach more people. We, we're really trying now to, to connect to two types of people. First, individuals who are experiencing early stage memory loss who we can help directly. Uh, second is we're working to partner with neurologists uh, and doctors uh, uh, clinicians who are in the space who are really like-minded and interested in helping people. Uh, one of the the real challenges in this area now is we have something we mentioned around 10 million people who have not been diagnosed yet. We don't have enough neurologists to properly serve the people who ha have been diagnosed. So part of where we as JoyGage are trying to to come in and help is to provide extra support, extra services, extra knowledge, training uh, to individuals who have uh, who have been diagnosed or who are experiencing memory loss that we can add to the services provided by doctors because we realize that there's not a, the current environment uh, in healthcare does not have the resources that we need to help everyone. So just for somebody listening to this right now, maybe somebody that has a loved one that they notice is, are experiencing uh, memory loss, what are there things Joy Gage can do right now to help them? Or are you still kind of early on in, the, in your stage? Absolutely. If they come to Joy Gage, we will give someone a very short assessment that looks at uh, really six key factors. We look at how, you know, first sleep, as I mentioned. Second, we look at Exercise is someone getting the proper level of exercise every day. That's really important. That's actually statistically been shown to have a huge impact on brain health and memory. We look at how cognitively, cognitively active is the individual. We also look at how connected someone is. We, you know, scientists have found that connectivity to other people is actually even more important than keeping your brain mentally active. And then we also look at the nutrition, uh, someone, you know, what you're feeding your brain. And we also look at how involved that individual is in the with their own personal health. Are they checking their blood pressure? Do they know some of the basic things that could be leading to, uh, uh, are, are they actively looking at some of the most basic health factors that could be leading to uh, issues with their brains? We review those six things. And our philosophy is that most people can only work on one or two things at a time. So we try to help the individuals uh, focus on one or two factors that are the most important for them so that they can start down a, a long range process of improving their brain health and protecting their brain for hopefully you know, decades. Do you have any early success stories that you can share where you've been able to help people out? We, we have. We've had a number of individuals. Uh, we're, we're fairly new with this approach. We've had a number of individuals who've been very happy with there was the results of their assessment. They started making simple life changes. Um, we're also affiliated and work with, I'm on the board of a great organization called the Dementia Action Alliance. And if anyone would like to check out their website, daanow.org, there are just countless examples where that organization over the last few years has taken similar steps to uh, be able to, uh, as a nonprofit, to be able to, and have done wonderful jobs, uh, a wonderful job at, connecting to people when they actually have been diagnosed with full dementia, but keeping those individuals active and engaged and performing at a very high level for a long period of time. So we have some initial successes, but really right now we are searching for more people to, uh, to, to, to use our services and more people that we can help. 
Yeah, it sort of seems like you've recognized something. There's a major need for it. There's going to be a major demand for it, I think, as people learn more about it. So, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, what's keeping Joy Gauge from being that household name that Vistaprint became, you know, in the printing industry? So is it just simply a matter of connecting with more people, the neurologists that can help and the people that need the help? Is, is that really the biggest thing right now? Well, it's one of the things, Ryan, but another thing that we're working to change is, I'll call it a, a, a huge misperception that people have today that memory loss, dementia, cognitive impairment are all something that there's no cure for, that we're waiting on a pill to be developed. I think you may have remembered last year, there was a lot of controversy about a new drug developed by Biogen. Uh, that was extremely expensive. The, the clinical trials showed very little uh, improvement, but we've been, so I think the world has been thinking about dementia and memory loss as something that's uncurable that we want to avoid. And what we, that's really what's standing in our way. Our biggest effort now is around changing people's mindset to realize that there are lots of things you can do to improve your potential outcomes and to even stabilize your memory and, and in many cases make it better. Uh, and those things aren't simple pills. I know there are companies selling memory pills now that are not scientifically proven. Uh, so people, you know, so to the kind of the short answer to your question, the thing standing in our way is the desire for pe of people in general to have a simple pill to take when the answer is uh, really much more lifestyle and um, and overall health oriented. Is insurance getting behind it? Do you think insurance will be on board with these processes? Uh, yes and no. So currently part of the struggle we have is with it. Um, we spend over $300 billion per year caring for individuals with dementia and Alzheimer's disease in the U.S. It's, it's astonishing. And a large amount of that, uh, the, 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 the majority is paid by Medicare. Uh, we still struggle with getting preventative care paid for. I was leading a technology session a few months ago with a room full of people who were using great technologies like Apple watches, Samsung watches for fall detection, Alexa. It was people who had dementia who were using technology to really improve their daily lives and their outcomes. I asked people in the room how many had ever, you know, how many of them had had any of this technology reimbursed and not one hand came up. So that's just an example where today, unfortunately, insurance is still paying uh, at the last minute. You know, people, will, they'll pay $100,000 for someone to stay in skilled nurse, a year to, for someone to stay in skilled nursing, but they're not really covering uh, early stage technology. So that's, uh, having said that, one of the things that we've been working on and that we've kind of, I think, cracked the net on is finding specific Medicare codes that can be used so that when people come to us, we're able to point them in directions and give them specific areas of care that can be reimbursed by doctors. So we're trying to change that, but it's definitely been a huge problem in the past. Well, Craig, again, I appreciate you taking the time to be on here. I'm happy to help get the word out. I guess that's where it starts, right? We get this out there. Hopefully a few of the right people see it, and then it kind of spreads from there. But for those listening that are interested in learning more, what's the best way to learn more and maybe even get in touch with you if there's somehow, whether it's a neurologist that wants to, to learn more or someone that needs help for a loved one, what's the best way? 
So please go to www.joygage.com. You can leave us a message. You can contact us there. We will be we will get back in touch. Uh, my email is cfowler at joygage.com. I would be happy to reach out to any anyone. Uh, and you know, my biggest uh, request again is anyone who share who who's interested in this mission of you know re- finding people who have early stage memory loss and changing their lives and preventing them from uh, getting more extensive memory loss, uh, please contact us. Or if you're in that early stage of memory loss, we would love to, to help you. Awesome, Craig. Well, this battle never ends and I know you're, uh, you're in the fight and uh, you're going to keep fighting until you get, get this to where it wants to be. So again, thanks for spreading your message today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ryan.